The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. We are ready and we are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome or welcome back. Only true democracy in talk. And speaking of back, he is back. He is Dr. Robert Shapiro, chairman of Sonicon, an economic advisory firm and a senior fellow of the McDonough School of Business at Georgetown University. Now, he brings broad knowledge and experience in economics and politics based on his government experience, his service, and his decades of conducting analysis and providing advice to U.S. presidents, senators, representatives, and governors, as well as foreign leaders and senior executives at numerous Fortune 100 companies. His views are respected in the United States and worldwide, and he has helped develop numerous policies that affect investment, taxation, regulation, trade, and government spending, both here and abroad. Check out his website. It's sonicon.com, S-O-N-E-C-O-N.com, and his handle on X is at Rob Shapiro, R-O-B-S-H-A-P-I-R-O. Um, love uh, having you with us, Dr. Shapiro. Miss you. A belated happy uh, new year, and thank you. Uh, for being with us. It's Um, it's my pleasure, Leslie. uh, You write a lot of great uh, economic pieces, and uh, this latest one that Mark actually had had read, passed over to me, I read, and we were like, we've got to get him on and talk about this, and especially with the uh, timeliness of this. Um, in, In Washington Monthly, right? Data don't lie. Biden's economic record is much better than Trump's. Now, I will just say, you know, you all know I'm a Fox News contributor, and I am a liberal Democrat. And, um, you know, when 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 you have um, Larry Kudlow, you know, saying Biden has a right to boast, you know, <laughs> uh, on the Fox Business Network and economic wonk himself uh, has a right to boast about uh, this uh, economy. You know that the president is doing something right and the economy is going in the right direction. The title of your piece, Data Don't Lie, Biden's economic record is much better than Trump's. We're going to get to that. But before we do, let me ask you this. So why is what it's the economy stupid for voters when we are in the year of the general election, although we are nearly a year away, it's getting closer. Why don't the approval ratings of the president and even approval ratings and confidence on the economy increase among voters? Is it that they're not feeling that data as of yet? No, I think they're feeling the data, but... Uh, particularly on incomes, uh, incomes turned around about a year ago. You know, incomes, uh, when you get a sudden burst of inflation, incomes take a while to catch up. They have caught up in the last year. And real incomes, that is adjusted for inflation and after taxes, rose at a 3.3% rate last year. But the public, when 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 things like that change, it takes a while for the public to trust it. That is, will it, will it keep on going on? And it's clear from the economic data that it is going to keep on going on. And I think within three to, three to four months, we're going to see those numbers change significantly. Consumer sentiment uh, has been moving up very strongly. Um, and we are beginning to see the first polls uh, in which people say the economy is fine for me. When, when they ask, how is it overall? We still have this view that 
the economy is not great. Um, and but uh, it'll take another couple months of the kind of data we've been seeing on incomes, at least for the last year, I think, for people to really trust it. But all the underlying forces that drive incomes, that's growth and investment and spending and business creation and employment, all of those have been doing really well throughout Biden's presidency, but inflation was masking it. Uh, but we've now pretty much beaten inflation. Yeah. Now, uh, Donald Trump, the former president, is looking at a second presidential term. And uh, you write that may well rest on whether voters accept his proposition that facts no longer matter. I think a lot of his MAGA base really do not consider facts to matter. I mean, if Donald Trump says it, you know, they believe it. They believe the election was stolen. Uh, they believe that he won Iowa over and over in New Hampshire, over and over. And, you know, that that wasn't uh, the case. So, uh, you know, he didn't win because uh, he talked about winning New Hampshire in the primary and the general. No, he won it in the primary. He did not win it in the general. Joe Biden did, who is president. You know, I mean, it's what as, did Hillary, as did Hillary. Yeah, yeah, exa exactly. <laughs> um, so it, the 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 facts of economics, you know, there there are facts and then there's perception, right? And a lot of the Trump voters have the perception that things were better for them when he was president, regardless of what the yes. numbers say. Yes. That alone could work in Donald Trump's favor, regardless of this economy and how it's booming, right? Well, I think that's right. But I think it's a result of the the intense political polarization we have now, in which uh, the MAGA followers simply will not accept any good news associated with Democrats and President Biden. Um, but, you know, the, the MAGA followers, like the Democratic base, they're not enough to elect a president. You have to get the people in the middle. You have to get the independents. That's what makes the difference. It's made the difference in every presidential election for the last 40 years. And, um, uh, and those people uh, are willing to listen to facts and more important, know their own conditions. <laughs> know yeah. that things- And, things and yeah, to... facts matter in what's in their, their number one issue. It could be the economy, could be immigration, could be Israel and Gaza, could be abortion, could be uh, protecting democracy, right? Those are the top five. Um, so when you look at um, the, the numbers, since we want to deal with facts here, right? Um, yeah. The economy was not stronger during the Trump administration compared to the Biden administration. And I'm not doing it because, oh, I hate Trump and I love Biden. I'm a Democrat. It's just two plus two is four. And when the former president says it was better in his um, uh, presidency, that's his perception rather than the reality. Just by the numbers, the Biden administration has had a stronger uh, first term economy. And we've got one year left, which is probably going to be stronger than the other three, right? Yes. And, you know, look, Donald Trump's superpower is lying. And so, you know, he has created this false narrative around the economy. But you know, the economy, how the economy performs is something we track 
very carefully, very rigorously. Not even day by day, minute by minute, right? (laughs) Right. And so, you know, you think about growth. Um, You know, the most important fact is how much the economy grows. Well, the official data from the Bureau of Economic Analysis says that after inflation, uh, real growth has grown at an average annual rate of 3.4% since Biden took office. And Trump's record was 1.8% growth. And, you know, even if you set aside 2020 and say, well, the pandemic, it wasn't his fault, the growth collapsed, it was a global pandemic, you give him a pass. And his average then goes up to 2.8 per Trump's to 2.8% uh, a year, still trailing badly Biden at 3.4%. You know, the same thing is true for investment rates. Business, uh, American business prefers Biden's economy. Um, Under Biden, real business investment, fixed business investment, has increased at a 5.4% annual rate. That's twice the 2.7% rate under Trump. And, that, and those numbers are just facts. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're, when we come back, we're going to talk about a um, little deep dive into the polls. Perhaps the reason Biden's getting so much money and so many checks written is uh, business people, whether they're Democrat or Republican, their party is money, right? They're the Green Party. And I don't mean Jill Stein. I mean money, right? We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue with Dr. Robert Shapiro, chairman of Sonicon. And check out the website, sonicon.com, S-O-N-E-C-O-N.com. His handle on X is at Rob Shapiro, at capital R-O-B, capital S-H-A-P-I-R-O. I'm Leslie Marshall, back with, back with, Dr., excuse me, back with Dr. Shapiro and you right after this. And we are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome or welcome back. We're talking with Dr. Robert Shapiro, chairman of Sonicon, an economic advisory firm. He's also a senior fellow at the McDonough School of Business at Georgetown University, talking about his Washington Monthly. Data don't lie. Biden's economic record is much better than Trump's. Dr. Shapiro, thank you for holding welcome back. And before the break, you were giving us some numbers. Um, but despite those numbers, despite how strong the economy is and will be, and it seems to be, uh, growing and getting better and improving even more so, strong and getting stronger this next year. One recent survey found that voters prefer Trump over Biden on the economy, 59 to 37 percent. Is that because Trump, even though it may not be true, um, you know, screams about his economic record, even though it's not accurate, louder than Biden? Because Biden has come under criticism, even from some Democrats, David Axelrod, I think, over at CNN and some others who have said he shouldn't, you know, he should, you know, be quiet about that Bidenomics. He shouldn't coin that term. But with the economy going so strong and getting stronger, I think Bidenomics might be, you know, a good term. Remember Obamacare and, you know, former President Obama said if it succeeds, it'll be uh, called uh, the Affordable Care Act. But if it bombs, it'll be called Obamacare, right? Right. No, that's exactly right. Well, you know, part of the part of the blame, the responsibility for the public's distorted view of this lies with the economic media. Look, what I did, any economic reporter could do in a day or two of digging into the data. It's not a secret, but the economic media have been lazy and they have swallowed this in part, I think, because 
uh, public sentiment, and the public sentiment is driven, has been driven almost entirely by inflation. Um, and because inflation is what made incomes lag for a while, and it was something that people confront every time they went to the gas tank, every time they went to the grocery store. But the fact is, inflation, we have essentially broken inflation. Uh, and that will be very clear throughout this year. Um, you know, our inflation rate is now the most uh, accurate and an important measure puts it under 3%. Even the CPI is around 3%, you, uh, which is the lowest of any advanced country in the world. And we broke the inflation without slowing the economy. It's not a soft landing. There was no landing. The economy just kept on expanding. Um, and, um, and the fact is, you know, there's new research from the Federal Reserve which shows that 60% of the inflation can be traced to the supply chain problems that created shortages in goods and inputs in particular that was caused by the pandemic. So if Trump deserves a pass on growth for the pandemic, so does Biden. The other, the other interesting fact that is almost never reported is that the other big factor in inflation was energy prices. And that was driven by Saudi Arabia, who decided to limit production in 2021 and 2022 and into 2023 in order to make up to boost prices and make up for their losses in 2020 when oil fell to $36 a barrel. Well, the reason energy prices have been going down is because U.S. production overwhelmed the Saudis. You know, from 2021 to 2023, the Saudis produced on average 9.8 million barrels a day. Um, in the U.S., oil production um, went to 11.8 million barrels in mid-2022, 12.6 million barrels in early 2023, and 13.3 million barrels per day in December 2023. Yeah, the perception, Biden. especially among Trump supporters or people that believe um, you know, false uh, rhetoric and narratives, is that you know, we're getting, you know, we're, we're taking oil from everybody overseas. We don't want to be self-reliant. You know, uh, you know, Democrats just want to be green, green, green. They don't want to drill, drill, drill. But those numbers prove that uh, absolutely without a doubt to be false. So just to be clear, growth, jobs, investments, business creation, oil <laughs> production um, have been, the performance has been substantially better under President Joe Biden than it was under Donald Trump. Not your opinion. Those are the those are just some of the numbers. Just the data. And it's not just better. It is really substantially better. You know, we're talking differences in annual rates of 50 and 60 percent between Biden and Trump. You know, when you look at employment, you know, Biden has created 14.3 million jobs since he's been president. Under the Trump presidency, we lost 
2.3 million jobs. The first time that's happened since Herbert Hoover. And even if you set aside 2020 and set aside the bounce back in 2021 and just look at the first three years of Trump and the last two years of Biden, job creation under Biden is still 60 percent, the rate is 60 percent higher than the rate under Trump. This is not a close call. Well, you write that the most basic measure of the economy is how much it grows. The official data from the Bureau of Economic Analysis, the BEA, is clear. After inflation, real GDP has grown at a 3.44 average annual rate since Biden became president. Trump trails badly at an average of 1.8% growth. Let me play, not even devil's advocate. What about 2020? Right. 2020 was not Trump's fault, right? No, no. But it's, it, not the, it's not the only year that he was president. Right. <laughs> Exactly. And, um, uh, and so, so what about 2017 to, to, to 2019? Like, I, I mean, would you say it's fair to give Trump a pass in 2020? Right. Uh, and then Trump's average growth rate, the growth rate under under Trump from 2017 through 2019 goes to 2.8 percent. That is still a lot lower than the 3.4 percent average under Biden. So even before the pandemic, even before the pandemic, and that's right. true on business investment, on business creation, on employment. It's true on every basic measure of the economy. We're going to take a break. We'll be back and continue talking about the economy because that's what voters across the board care about. But you also care about the facts. If you're going to vote and you should, you need to be an informed voter. Don't just listen to what the politicians say. Listen to what the economists say, because they've got the numbers. And when you've got people, even Larry Kudlow, saying, hey, you know, oh, actually, um, yes, actually, uh, Robert, I forgot, Dr. Shapiro, we are done with you. I forgot your guest one. We have guest two coming on. My apologies. We're going to have you back, because I want to talk more about these figures, and I want to talk more about the growth that seems to continue. Dr. Robert Shapiro, chairman of Sonicon, uh, please check out his website, sonicon.com, S-O-N-E-C-O-N.com. And on uh, X, formerly Twitter, follow him there, at Rob Shapiro, capital R-O-B, capital S-H-A-P-I-R-O. Love you, buddy, and we'll talk to you again soon. Anytime, Leslie.